Welcome to Become a Calm Mama. This is the podcast where you learn practical parenting tools and strategies so you can stop yelling, feel more calm, and show up as the mom you want to be. So on today's podcast, I'm going to share with you my definition of calm, right? This is called Become a Calm Mama, and my program is called Calm Mama School. And my process is the Calm Mama process, right? So calm is obviously really important to me. And so today I'm going to give you my go-to strategy for accessing calm. And even in the middle of when you feel overwhelmed or angry, you'll be able to access this tool. So before we get into defining calm, let's first talk about what the absence of calm looks like, right? So as I shared in the last episode, I used to get so mad that spit would fly out of my mouth as I was yelling. It's almost like I was so angry, I couldn't even swallow. And I was just like on a rampage of yelling. So I would be screaming at my kids. It's so embarrassing, but it's true. I would scream at my kids. And as I yelled, I would watch their little faces shift from joy to terror. And I couldn't think clearly when I was in a rage. And I would make all these commands and threats that I would never follow up on. And it was just chaos. And what that meant was that my kids really didn't learn any skills except how to be mad. That's what I was teaching them. And my anger and my stress would create anger and stress in them. And then their behavior would escalate because their feelings drove their behavior and their behavior would escalate. And then I would get even more mad and I would yell even more. And what would happen is eventually like my rageful voice would sort of snap them out of the fight mode that they were into and put them into flight mode and they would shut down or cry. So I was basically yelling at my kids until they cried. Oh my goodness. So maybe you can relate to me or maybe you've had like one episode of this, one experience of this, and you were like, ooh, I don't want that. So whatever your story is, this episode is for you. Now, whenever I acted like this, the guilt that I felt was overwhelming. And, you know, I would fall into bed and I would promise myself that I would act differently tomorrow. And I would like apologize to the kids. But deep down, I was feeling resentment towards them because I was kind of like, well, if they behave better, I wouldn't have to yell. So I was kind of stuck in this endless spiral of yelling and feeling guilt and resentment and then shame. So I call all of this the mad mom syndrome. And I'm going to just list off a few things that moms do and dads when they're in mad mom syndrome. So here's how you might be showing up when you aren't feeling calm. There's obviously like the real out external ones like yelling, saying mean things, threatening, being rough with your kid's body, those kinds of big, oh, that person's mad kind of things. But there are other ways that mad mom syndrome shows up. Sometimes it's in, you know, rescuing your kids because you don't want, you're just like, fine, you give in because you don't want a temper tantrum and, you know, you're rescuing or you're bribing them. Come on, do it for me, please. Or you lecture a lot, like talking, talking, talking. I also see moms shutting down, feeling really exhausted in parenting, not taking care of themselves, sleeping poorly feeling really grumpy and they can't quite shake it 
or escalating things when your kid gets upset. So they get upset. So then you get upset. Shutting your kid down. Basically, any time you show up in a way that you don't love, I would say you're in mad mom syndrome. Now, when you have a mad mom episode, like I've described that I've had, it's really easy, like I used to do, to beat yourself up and tell yourself things like, I'm a bad mom or I'm messing up my kids or like they're going to need therapy from me. (laughs) And these thoughts actually make you feel more guilty, embarrassed, ashamed, frustrated, and confused. And they keep you trapped, actually. So the more negative thoughts you have, the more defeated, discouraged, and guilty you will feel. And when you feel bad, it's really hard to change your behavior. And that's why you end up yelling again. So mad mom syndrome is this like vicious cycle of negative thoughts leading to negative feelings, leading negative actions, and then back again. It's just like a circle. Mad mom syndrome is a chronic problem for some moms. They're in this kind of all of the time and they're really, really unhappy. And that is okay if this is you and you're here a lot. For other moms, it can show up without warning. You're like totally normal, good, calm mom. And then something happens and you are sucked in to mad mom syndrome without warning and it feels like it swallowed you whole. So if that's you, that's also okay. For some of you, you've only had this mad mom syndrome a few times, but you know you never want to show up that way again. And you can feel how hard it is to manage your emotions in those moments. And maybe you end up emotionally checking out in order to avoid acting out. That's okay too. Wherever you are in your parenting journey, I want you to know it's 100% okay. And you can grow from where you are that it is possible. You can start where you are. There is always room to improve how you feel, how you treat yourself, and how you treat your kids. So how you feel and how you treat yourself are really important to me as your parent coach. I really want to help you change how you feel about yourself and how you talk to yourself and all of that. So if you're thinking right now like, uh, yeah, darling, this is me. I'm in mad mom syndrome. I'm the one that you described. So how do I get out? Tell me all the things, right? So I'm going to tell you all the things. I promise you are going to walk away from this episode with a plan to get calm. So let me explain to you that mad mom syndrome. Okay. Listen really carefully. Mad mom syndrome is your parenting stress response in action. So you've all heard about your stress response, right? Your fight, flight, freeze. Mad mom syndrome is fight, flight, freeze for moms. Your stress response gets activated in parenting. And here's why. It's because your brain, it's always like scanning for hazards, trying to figure out if you're safe and if everything is okay. And so it's looking around your environment and your brain interprets your child's behavior as danger to your physical or emotional safety. Your brain tells you, "Uh uh-oh, that behavior you're seeing, that's danger. So why would your brain think that, right? Now, I want you to think about the behaviors that kids use when they are upset or when they're avoiding a circumstance they don't like, right? So they might start screaming at you or just screaming. 
especially if they're under five. Okay. They might start crying. That's very true from like three to 10. (laughs) They might start blaming you. So that kind of starts right around five and goes all the way to adulthood. (laughs) They could be aggressive, right? Like physically aggressive. They could start lying to you. They can start going on a complaining rant, right? Or they can start peppering you with questions or arguing with you. Now, these behaviors, screaming, crying, blaming, aggression, lying, complaining, being peppered with questions, having someone argue with you, in any other life situation, that would mean that you were sort of under attack. Your brain would tell you you need to protect yourself. Your brain would say, get bigger, get louder, fight back, or it would say, run away. Your brain would tell you that your power was being threatened. And a powerless human is a vulnerable human. And a vulnerable human is in danger. So your brain is going to tell you, get your power back at all costs. Protect yourself from the danger. And the funny thing is the danger is your like your three-year-old who's having a meltdown on the ground because the blue cup is in the dishwasher. But your brain is like, oh my God, we're being attacked by like a pack of coyotes. (laughs) You're not, but your brain is telling you that story. So your stress response is how your body responds when it thinks it's not safe. So mad mom syndrome, these are the actions you take because you think you need to protect yourself. So to get out of mad mom syndrome, and you're going to practice calm, I want you to learn what I'm going to teach right now is called the pause break. So the pause break is three steps. The first step, stop. The second step, delay. Third step, reset. So let me break these three down for you. So step one, stop. Okay, so imagine any scenario. Let's go to like the toddler or the preschooler crying on the ground. If you're upset by it, right? If you feel like you want to say like, it's not that big of a deal or get up or you know, stop crying. If you want to say something like that, or you maybe even have a physical reaction, like, you know, I'm going to be really honest. Like if you want to hit your child or grab them or something physical, this is what I want you to do. Stop. Don't talk. Don't engage. Whenever you become aware that you are feeling super angry, annoyed, you're yelling, you're lecturing, like you're talking a lot, you're spanking, you're emotionally checking out, or you're making a bunch of commands or threats, right there, stop yourself. Even if you are mid-sentence, stop. Okay. Stopping is hard. I am not going to lie to you. When your brain gets stressed, it activates your nervous system, right? It triggers the fight-flight-freeze response in order to protect you. Now, your stress response, it's an automatic evolutionary process. It's primal. So your brain is tricking you into thinking that your kid's behavior is a threat. Your brain is thinking, "Uh uh-oh, this behavior means I'm in danger. I must save myself from this threat. It feels immediate. It feels like an emergency. When in fact, the threat is just your kid crying or just being loud or just not turning off the iPad, or asking for extra time, or arguing with their sister, or leaving a pile of neatly folded clothes on the floor. 
right? So misbehavior is rarely an emergency, but your brain is screaming, fix it, change it, stop it, solve it, because it sees that behavior as a problem. It sees it as a threat. So when I say stop, it means overriding your biology. And let me tell you, that's not easy. But just because stopping isn't easy doesn't mean it's impossible. So catch yourself and pause. Catch yourself and stop. All right, that's step one. So step two is really simple. It's delay. So delay is really just creating time between the misbehavior or the tricky parenting moment that you're in before you respond. So the delay is just an amount of time between the thing that happens and the thing that you respond to. So when you're in delay, you're just stopping and waiting. You're not deciding. You're not acting upon what's happening. You're not doing anything about this situation. You're giving yourself time. Very few things are actual emergencies. So even 60 seconds of delay can shift your perspective from panic, overwhelm, and anger to feeling clear-headed and calm. I'm saying 60 seconds, but honestly, like 60 seconds is actually a really long time. So even allowing yourself 15 seconds before you respond is really powerful. Let me let you in on a little secret. As long as everyone is physically safe, like no one is currently going to get hit, by a sibling or get run over by a car or like, you know, stab themselves with the kitchen knife, as long as everyone is physically safe, you have the permission to delay doing anything about your kid's behavior. So I am your official parent coach who is telling you that you get to delay responding. Now, you can take a minute. You can take five minutes. You can take three hours. You can take a day. You can take a week. You can take as much time as you need before responding to your child's behavior. So here's what I see. I see when kids are little, like toddlers, preschools, early elementary. Mm, Let me just go with toddlers and preschoolers, kindergartner and under. You kind of end up like only needing a minute or two to pause and like reset your body and then respond. And that's usually enough time. Because the problems that, although they seem really big, the problems are just emotions typically and some off-track behavior, and you can reset that behavior really easily. So you don't need a ton of time, but as your kids get older, you need to spend time. Like the behavior tends to feel a lot more like serious, like long-term repercussions come up. So you know, a a three-year-old throwing a water bottle and spilling water is very different than catching your kid vaping. So if you catch your kid vaping, you kind of need a little bit of extra time to process your emotion about that and then um, be ready to connect with them. So I just want you to know delay can be any amount of time. When Letting your kid know that you're separating from them, like when you need to take a beat and pause and delay, be sure to narrate what you're doing and why you're doing it. Because it can be really hard for kids to watch you just like silently walk away. 
So if you are taking a pause break, your kid can feel like rejected or scared or abandoned when you walk away. So taking a second to relieve their worry by explaining that, you know, what you're doing, that's going to help your child feel less upset by that pause. I like to say something really simple, like if they're real little, you can say, you know, mommy doesn't want to yell at you. And so I'm going to be quiet for a minute while I calm my body. Or when you have an elementary school, you can say, I love you too much to yell at you. So I'm not going to talk anymore. Or an older child, you can say, this is a lot. I need to do some thinking and I'll get back to you. So a sentence like that can go a long way with relieving your child's fear. So step three, right? We have the first step is stop. Second step, delay. Third step, reset. So reset means to actively do something to calm your stress response. Remember, you're in the middle of a stress response. So during a reset, you're going to move your body or move your mind. I'm going to tell you what that means. Or you're going to do both. So moving your body, moving your mind is the key to resetting. So what reset does, it helps you think and take action with intention. So this reset is where you stop your reactivity. It's where you become the parent that responds in the way that you want to respond. Now, your brain, it's looking for a way to get out of the stress cycle. So it's using your body. That's why you're yelling. That's why you're slamming. That's why you're you know, stomping or sighing or even talking a lot is because your body has all of this stress juice and it's looking for a way to get it out. Now, if you don't guide your body to do something intentional, it's going to feel out of control and raging because you kind of are. You're not in control. Your body has completely taken over to protect yourself. So if you move your body intentionally, the stress hormones will move through your nervous system quickly and your brain will calm down faster. So doing something intentional and focusing that stress juice surge with a specific movement will help you calm your body faster. So you might be wondering like, okay, what do I do? Like, what are you talking about, (laughs) right? So you might be wondering what exactly should you do, right? Okay, so I want you to know you can do anything. You can clap your hands, you can jump up and down, you can go get a drink of water, you can, um, you know, go wash your hands, uh, you can fluff some pillows, Doing anything intentionally with your body will help you stop doing the unintentional things like yelling. So in future episodes, I will teach you specific steps to take in order to calm your body and exactly how to calm your mind. So if you don't want to wait until, you know, future episodes, I can understand. (laughs) I wouldn't want to, especially if you're like, yeah, get me out of bad mom syndrome. I I want you to know you can enroll in Calm Mama School today. So I have this program. It is um, a lifetime membership. You pay $2,000 and you're in for life and you get instant access to my entire course. Now in that course, there are four different modules that are just on this topic of calm. And I walk you through every single thing you need to know um, in order to get calm. Plus there's weekly group coaching with me where you can ask questions and get coaching on your specific parenting issues. So you have that available to you right now. You can start learning from me in this moment. 
So you can sign up at calmmamacoaching.com and we'll link that in the show notes. So for now, what I want you to do is do anything that you can think of to calm yourself that isn't yelling or taking out your big feelings on your kid. So that will look like whatever it looks like. For me, when I started, it was clapping my hands together really fast. And it could be a little bit scary to my kids, but it was less scary than me yelling at them. Now, this pause break that I've just taught you is the single most important tool I teach. The pause break is where all of your personal growth happens. It's the space where your transformation will occur. It's that the space between something happening and your response to it, that's where all the growth is. If you only take one thing away from this podcast episode, I hope it's this. You can always take a pause break. It's the first and it's the most important step towards calm. All right. I will see you next week where we will talk about the next step of the Calm Mama process, which is connect, and it's all of those tools of empathy. All right, I'll see you there. Hey, Mama, if you've been listening to this podcast and thinking, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so ready to get out of this chaos and create more peace in myself and in my family, then I want to invite you to join Calm Mama School. It's my lifetime membership program where you learn how to stop yelling and feeling overwhelmed by parenting, teach your kids how to manage all of their big feelings, and set limits that actually work. It's lifetime access for getting everything you need to have the family you want and become the mom that you're meant to be. No matter how old your kids are or how chaotic your family is right now, I can help you create peace and joy in your home. To join, go to calmmamacoaching.com and get instant access to my online course and start coming to weekly coaching calls this week. I can't wait to help you transform your family. See you there.